Hi, everybody. This is your Keeper speaking. Thank you so much for joining us yet again in Revenant Alaska, albeit in a different decade this time. This is our first play session of AHB 76, our more uh, age-inclusive, family-appropriate kids-on-bikes adventure that is canonically set in the year 1976 in the same town, in the same world, in the same universe. Let's do it. You don't have to listen to our Session Zero episodes in order to jump right in here. Uh, if you're not interested in world building and you don't want to know too much about it going in, then that's fine. You can just press play here and uh, have a, a great time getting into the game. I think it'll pick up really quickly for you and you'll enjoy it just as much as I did. But I do really appreciate everybody who did take the time to listen to those world building episodes and to chime in and let us know how much you were enjoying it. This is a really special cast, and these characters are really something amazing. I am so excited to see where the rest of this story goes. I am so, so thrilled to get the chance to watch everybody else fall as in love with them as I have already. And I think their story is something really special. So, without further ado... The part of Irving Mongoose Jefferson is played by J.V. Hampton Van Sant. The part of Cecilia Price is played by MJ, the unknowable. And the part of Davy Lichowski is played by our very own Val Patrone, who also did the audio editing for this episode. Thank you so much, Val. You are a lifesaver. The theme music, as always, is done by Andrew Giada, both the initial theme and the disco remix that you're about to hear here. Not to give too much away. And I will continue to be the game master as ever. This time we are playing Kids on Bikes, a wonderful game by Renegade Game Studios. You can find the link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out for yourself. Uh, we don't do a ton of die rolling this episode, and I will admit it takes us a little bit to adjust to the difference. But I think it's a really spectacular piece of game design and a ton of fun and one that I hope you take the time to explore. Because, hey, I'm sure you have plenty of that on your hands right now. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show! Bye! Our scene opens on a small Alaskan town in the year 1976. It's early fall, school has sort of just come back into session, the days are getting a bit shorter, but there are still a fair few hours of daylight, and when you leave the school building, I feel like the sun is just sort of dipping below the horizon, lending an interesting pinkish-golden glow to the entire landscape. This is a quiet town. It used to be a logging town, and nobody would really think of it that way anymore, if anybody even really thought of it at all, which nobody outside of it usually does. This is the town of Revenant, and for the people in it, it's pretty close to being the only world they've ever known. But there are little pockets of it that are sort of just starting to come back to life in the wake of the Vietnam War. This is the year 1976, which places it a year after the war has ended. Pretty much everyone who was there has 
come home or they haven't, but this is the new normal and this is sort of what things are starting to become again as life falls back into a sort of pace. The school year has just started back up again and I think on this particular day there are three school children that we're going to be following more closely than any other. I'd like to sort of get a little bit of a description of these three. I think probably you're all walking home together after you leave school for the day. This is maybe... We'll say the end of the first week back to school. So it's a Friday afternoon and you are all leaving the school building, which is a single school building. There is no elementary, middle, high school in Revenant, Alaska. We don't have that luxury. There is simply Revenant Public School and there is the three of you making your way back to Sitka Street. I would love to sort of get a brief description of what each of these three looks like, maybe sort of physically, and if you have something you can give me that, like, they're doing as they walk along to give me an indication of just, like, a little snapshot of this character, as if we might see them in a TV show. So, Cecilia, she's uh, tall, she's pretty lanky, um, she has sort of big hands and feet she hasn't grown into quite yet, uh, and just, like, pretty tragically greasy hair. She's not <laughs> necessarily the most... Uh, conscious of her appearance young woman she's in a caress of steel t-shirt um <laughs> which is her favorite rush album mostly because mm -hmm. other people dunk yeah. on it so much <laughs> and she as as they're walking home she's sort of going over the week in her mind and she is absent-mindedly whistling all right so um mongoose is sort of well okay mongoose is decently tall probably about the same height as cecilia um they have uh they, they're sort of just absentmindedly picking out their fro just a little bit just just a <laughs> little bit giving it like a little extra volume not going like full diana ross but like just a little <laughs> extra volume and um and when that sort of you know stops a bit <clears throat> they're just going to start playing with their mongoose medallion a little bit can you describe Mongoose's outfit to me? Because I genuinely love this visual so much, and I just want to make sure everyone listening gets it. All right. So first and foremost, high-waisted pants, because Woo. this is the 70s, and there are rules here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, there, the way that I think it would be best to describe them is... Um, Soul Train. Uh, th this is the best Soul Train outfit. Um, the best 70s Soul Train outfit. Um, so, dress shirt with a flared collar. Big flare. Mm -hmm. A little scarf with a sort of, hmm, I forgot what this pattern was called. And... It is an interesting pattern on it. That's the words I will use for this. Um, I would describe it as very uh, loud. I think that's sort of the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's vibrant. Vibrant and... Yeah. It's a vibrant thing and, and it's very... Yeah. So they're dressed pretty vibrantly and pretty awesomely, I think, with a gold medallion. So that leaves one other member of our little squad here. It's me. <laughs> um... David's definitely shorter than the other two, um, because they're 12. Um, maybe hasn't quite had that, like, puberty growth spurt yet, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, Davy is wearing blue bell-bottom jeans, um, and some dirty sneakers, and then a white shirt with green font, 
of his favorite team number, which cannot remember off the top of my head. I have it in my very bad written notes. I will tell you later. Um, and then on top of that is a old jean jacket. Uh, you could tell it's a hand-me-down. And on it is a bunch of different patches of uh, different baseball teams. They look like they're handmade patches. So maybe Davy's mom made them or... Maybe someone else made them and gave them to Davy, but they're on the front. And then on the one of his arms, they have a Led Zeppelin patch. And then um, wearing a little green baseball cap um, backwards. And he's got just, he's a ginger. So <laughs> bright red hair, freckles, stupid grin. They're just like so happy to just be around their friends. And they have a backpack and they're holding their backpack with both their hands. Oh. <laughs> that is such a little thing that makes such a strong impression of Davy. I feel like. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Just like excited to be there. Thank you for I like to think that Davy is the one who is talking as we walk home. Like, just chattering. We're all happy yep. to listen. Oh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. What's Davy talking about today? What do you think Davey's talking about today? It's baseball. <laughs> snap me off some of that. Do you want me to slice you yeah, up? Yeah, yes. Snap me off some of that dialogue. Let's let's get to all know right. our friends. So anyway, there's nine players on the field at all times. And um, I know... Okay, so Bill told me that you're supposed to swing, and then there's the ball, and then there's the pitcher, and when you swing, you're supposed to hit a home run every single time. Because if you hit any other way, it's just going to be bad. You just want to make sure that you're hitting the bases or hitting a home run. So I'm just learning this right now. It's been maybe my second month or third month, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it's been kind of... It's been a lot. I'm really excited to learn about this, though. Like, I got all these baseball cards over the summer, and my mom let me have them for a nickel, and it was really cool because I don't really have a lot of money that I can spend right now. Like, I don't get an allowance. Do you guys get an allowance? Well, whatever. Um, I know that you're a little bit older than me, so I don't know if you got an allowance, but I know that I get only... I do not get an allowance, but my mom let me have some nickels so I can buy the baseball cards down at the shop on First Street, but... Anyway, so wait, how was the rest of your summer? I didn't really get to see you that latter half. I'm really sad. My heart. Sorry, I feel was... like I want to intro. I want to give that a little of like Davy definitely learned about yeah, baseball yeah. over the summer. I love that, <laughs> and is very excited about it. Oh my god. That is, that was incredible. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Cece, I know you're whistling right now, but Mongoose, what did you do this last few weeks of summer? Because I was talking, I saw your mom at the share factory a little bit earlier in the week, and she looked like she was doing well. Um, but how are you? Because I've missed you so much, and it's not fair that we have to separate ourselves over the summer, because, like, I, like... Being around you guys and, um, you know, being around, you know, being around Bill is great. You know, Bill's like my favorite person in the world. But also, I just miss you guys because it's nice to have someone who's my friend that's not my brother. Oh. Oh. So, Mongoose, what'd you do the rest of summer? Well, I went went to visit some family down south just a little bit, uh, just for a little bit of time there. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. 
Yeah, my mom's doing great. She really, yeah, she loves the Cher factory. <laughs> though she don't really know who Cher is, though. I just know. I I just know. I just know. I just know. I just know. Um 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 that she was. She's married to Sunny, but they're having some issues. That's what my mom says. She watches the Sunny and Cher Hour every night, every time she can get. Like, and she watches it as much as she can. But she says they're having some issues right now, and there's a lot Ooh. going on with that. So, but it's really cool that they're still making dolls of her because I think that's really interesting. I don't really know who Cher is though. I wonder if Cher could marry a baseball player when she divorces Sunny because that be you know really cool. it's possible. Really... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know it's possible. But what I can tell you is I'm sure Cher is going to be around for a long time. She's going to be around for a while. Keep an eye on that share. She's going to do some things in the future. What about you? So I think Cece probably perked up and stopped trying to whistle like the guitar solo section of the recently released uh 2112 um <laughs> when she heard uh davy mention bill and, and now she's like oh, I know. um and she, she's you know tuned into the conversation and she's like well i mean it's a lot of preparing to get ready for quiz bowl and Duke is just, like, running us ragged, so we were having all of these practices for the last few weeks of summer, and I didn't have time to do hardly anything else besides studying and reading and watching Jeopardy with my mom and just trying to get everything together, because I think this is the year we're going to win, and they have, like, never even placed in whatever, like, a statewide... <laughs> uh, she's got faith. I, I think... I think maybe it's even a big deal. Uh, can, I, I would like to make you a story offering. Please. Yes. Which is, I think that maybe uh, what's going on here is this is possibly even the first time the team is going to travel to the state championship to compete. I think that's a big expense for a school like Revenant to take on. And I think that maybe what's happening here is that the team this year is so promising <gasps> that Coach Reeds has promised you that he's going to do whatever it takes to get the team there. <gasps> Because he thinks you have a real shot. You're correct. That's oh absolutely God. what's happening. It's very high stakes for Susie right now. She's like, this is the best way for me to get into Harvard. I have to be amazing. I really have to not let my team down because I don't have any friends. Oh, <laughs> no. I want everybody to like me so badly. <laughs> we are right here, but okay. Sure. Yeah, that kind of, that one hurt. Are you going to get me into Harvard, Mongers? I mean. Wait, what's Harvard? It's a school in Massachusetts, and I hear only the smartest people go there. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. Massachusetts? That's like super far. That's like on the other side of the world. I know. It's going to be amazing to get out of this little town for a little while. <laughs> Uh, Cece, she doesn't know it yet, but she's very pop punk in that she just wants to get out of her little hometown. Oh my god, this is that awkward moment for me where I'm like, where me as a human being, I'm like, I hated Harvard people. I my campus was directly next to theirs, <laughs> so I'm like, I them Harvard. People. Oh, I I dated a girl for a long time who worked in the garage in Harvard Square and just. Bro. Oh. oh my god, the garage. 
Uh, the oh. garage. I remember the garage. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm having feelings. <laughs> I think that maybe this conversation is taking place, you know, as you're walking from the school back to Sitka Street. And I sort of like that dramatically this would place us at a moment where sort of you're at the edge of your three houses. So... Basically, Mm -hmm. as Cece, you make this statement about how great it's going to be to get away from everything and all of this, I think the conversation sort of dies down immediately because you find yourself at this place where you have to part ways for the night. And this is kind of an odd note to do it on. So Mm -hmm. Cece, not the most um, like socially adept person, but she is not so unskilled that she like (laughs) can't see that Davy's a little bit crestfallen. And she's like, but hey, I've got a couple of years and it's only going to be for a little while and I'll be back you know, on this in the summertime and to see my family and to see you guys. So it's not really that big a deal. And it's not, you know, gonna be relevant for quite, quite some time. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, like, a few years is like 100 years away. It's basically 100 uh, years away. So like, it's 100 years away. Uh, we can okay. say that. Yeah. I'm just, hey, I'm just glad I have you both now and then i think davy like hugs cecilia and then hugs mongoose <gasps> and then just was like all right bye i'll see you guys tomorrow oh bro oh. i warned you about how much the first hug would wreck me yeah we'll see you tomorrow too little bro see you tomorrow too <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think... see you tomorrow too little bro let me know if you need anything we'll be in i there. think maybe davy as you sort of dart back down your driveway i think the garage door is rolled up and probably bill is in there working on a car cc waves theatrically to davy but like is also waving <laughs> to bill. Oh. like waving goodbye but also like hey, please <laughs> notice me oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. just like hmm, I don't, you <laughs> you you want to be a little less obvious about that or no no we're just gonna let you do that that's fine <laughs> I mean, if I'm not obvious, he's never even going to know my name, so Hmm. it's it's whatever. That makes sense. Val, can you help describe Bill to me? Sure. Okay. Um, That's very funny that you say that. Okay. So remember when I was like, Davey looks like Danny Bonaduce from the Partridge family? Uh No, I didn't know know that at all. It's a really really good piece of information. Yeah, well, yeah, just non-binary, he, they, Danny Bonaduce child. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I imagine that uh, Bill looks like David Cassidy from the Partridge family. That's very good. I was going to say, I don't know if anyone knows what that kind of looks like, but just kind of not like my some... my mother is obsessed with David Cassidy. No, for real. All right, That's hold incredible. On. I'm literally looking this up so that um, I don't make any. <laughs> Just so I get this right in my brain. No, please. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. So, I was mm-hmm. gonna say hair is probably about shoulder length at this point. Okay, this is great to me. Like really feathery. <laughs> um, I think. I think maybe the one difference is that uh, Bill is probably a bit more gingery, like probably you take more after each other in that way. So even though um, Bill is is definitely on like the taller, lankier side, I think you both have that that hair is very distinct Mm -hmm. to your family. Yes, I agree. I was going to say kind of like David Cassidy, not 100%, but yeah, just kind of red hair and freckly, but like very like kind of like 
a little bit leaner, a little bit taller, you know, the longer hair. Yeah. Like, those beautiful eyes. Definitely <laughs> definitely wearing, like, a really tight t-shirt and jeans that are, yes. like, kind of yes. grease-stained. <laughs> yes. I'm here Absolutely. for it. I am here for that. <laughs> Wonderful choice. Boo! You'll never guess what happened at school today! <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, sport. How are things? Hey, hey. Hey, and then uh, Davy just goes and hugs Bill, like, tightly, even though clearly <laughs> maybe Bill's, like, doing something else. <laughs> and definitely, like, when you pull away, you have, like, an enormous grease stain on the front of your T-shirt. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Davy goes, oh, oh, we had to make these stupid little trinkets. Okay, so what you do is you put a penny on a piece of paper and it's supposed to be your good luck penny of the year and I think that's dumb. It's totally bogus. Wait, bogus is 80s. It's totally not far out. Uh. <laughs> I think I think while Davy is sort of launching into this very enthusiastic Davy-esque monologue, as it were, um, I think Bill sort of like, uh, you know, returns the the hug one-armed and and looks up over your head out at your your friends who walked you home and sort of gives an offhanded like smile and like a brief wave of acknowledgement just like hey thanks for walking thanks for walking my kid sibling back and very much sort of in that smile of like this kid am i right (laughs) Um. i think it's i think it's affectionate but i think it's sort of this shared experience of like hey thanks for you know putting up with this one so precious Mongoose is going to give him a little salute. <laughs> Just a, hmm. <laughs> <sighs> well, my mom's working late at the factory, so uh, I think I'm going to do my nails and listen to a record. That sounds like a nice plan. I got homework already. <laughs> I know I do too, but <laughs> I'm going to do my nails instead. It seems like a better use of my time. <laughs> Mongoose is my friend. Mongoose is Val's friend. Mongoose is Val's friend. <laughs> yeah. I, though, okay, the behind the scenes of that little lovely moment is Mongoose will be doing doing their nails, absolutely. That, like, that's absolutely going to be happening. However, <laughs> the, the second highest stat that I gave them was brains, so I'm assuming that their homework will be done by that point. Like, that'll happen, but, like, mm. there's going to be studying and homework prior to that. I kind of... Can I make mm. a, a postulation about Mongoose's academic sort of situation? Yes. I feel like maybe they're one of those people who is, like, smart and doesn't necessarily have to try very hard <laughs> to, to, like, just pass classes and get stuff done. Yes. Like, it just doesn't take that Correct. long. Whereas Cecilia is very on her grind. <laughs> Correct, right. I think. So, like, Mongoose, Mongoose doesn't have to try to get good grades, but as a result, Mongoose never tries to get mm, better grades. Uh, okay, first of all, <laughs> I feel called out personally. Um, <laughs> that is, that, yep, just gonna put myself fully in this character now, because yes, <laughs> that was my whole school experience. Um, <laughs> like, I, I feel like Cecilia is like, I studied for six hours last night and got 103 on this test, and Mongoose is like, cool, didn't study, got a 92, we both yeah. have A's on our final record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Ow. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it, that's it right there. Yep, feels right, feels organic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. 
I'll just be over there. You'll probably hear staying alive from the window. <laughs> if, if your mom done home uh, in time to make dinner and you want to come over, you know, we always got a place for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girl. Might need it. I can't Might promise it's it. going to be good food because we'll it's see. my turn Maybe. to cook, but you know, it's it'll it'll be some. <laughs> Honestly, I should show up just for that. <laughs> Ooh, or I could bring. Mm, you know what? I'll make some biscuits. My my uh, my family down south they they love to make biscuits, and they taught me new recipes. So I'll make those, then I'll bring them on over. Cute. Yay. I think we get a parting shot of the two of you sort of agreeing to this and then heading your separate ways. The sun sort of dips below the horizon as we see the glow of the windows in each of these individual homes sort of light up one at a time. And I think we pan off onto the sign that says Sitka Street, which is maybe sort of at a crooked angle. I like to imagine it. And uh, that's a quiet evening in Revenant. The next morning, I think, finds you probably where most of your Saturday mornings during the school year find you, at least... As of late. Now, I don't know how long this journey has been going on for you. We can sort of figure that out. But I think that today finds you at the radio station. How long have each of you been hanging out at the radio station? I know because of sort of some things we decided in character creation that, Davey, you've probably been here not as long as the other two. But I'd love to sort of just get a sense of the timeline of that. Hey, you you can, uh, like do with this what you will and I'm, I'm totally free to change this but I think maybe Cecilia was drawn there first not necessarily because of like tunage but because Rita is the other like prominent trans woman in mm-hmm. in Revenant sure. and so at first she was just like I'm gonna go like I'm gonna get really into music so I can like know this person uh-huh. uh, basically <laughs> yeah. that is so perfect and pure uh-huh. and wonderful uh-huh. and uh-huh. Also, oh, that makes my heart just fat. an accurate thing that would totally happen, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then through that friendship, um, maybe like brought Mongoose and Davy eventually to like this is the place where we hang out with our cool once they older proved friend. they were cool enough to meet <laughs> yeah. Rita. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is actually cool enough to meet Rita, but like. Cecilia knows that Mongoose is cooler than she is, so she's like, well, that's probably fine. (laughs) Yes, yes, indeedy. So here's how I envision this, and um, if this works for you, MJ, let me know. But I think that maybe then you would have started sort of um, noticing and paying attention to and wanting to spend time with Rita uh, probably in the past year. I envision Rita as being someone who has come back from the Vietnam War. So she's fairly young at this point. She would be probably about 19, maybe. Um, But I think that she spent maybe a year over there fighting. And so I think now she's back. And maybe when she returned, you were like, oh, I don't really remember this person because I'm a kid. And, you know, a a year or two years makes a huge difference in your perception of the world. But so now like seeing this person being like, hello, Mm -hmm. you're interesting. I think that seems like a very natural point at which that would become apparent to you. Just sort of like as the nature of your town is sort of changing and finding its way back and like you're paying more attention to people now. And I think that she would have stood out to you as someone like that you wanted to get to know more about and sort of recognize and realize, especially because like, realistically, she may not necessarily be all that recognizable from when she left. And so to you, somebody who was probably like a high school student that you 
when you were in, you know, middle or elementary school and just kind of like not really noticing. And then later being like, well, um, now I'm 15. So I'm an adult. And I notice the adults in town. <laughs> like, I think that's sort of that's sort of how I see this timeline working. That, Does that make that sense works to you? For me really well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, great. So I think probably, probably about the start of last school year is when you started spending time with Rita and subsequently at the radio station. And then the other sort of fell into that pattern with you over a period of time. Mm -hmm. Cool. Does that work for everyone? Totally. Yes. Okay, cool. So unless any of you has a very particular morning routine that you feel strongly about, um, we can hop right to the radio station. But if there's anything that you want to sort of inject about, like, you have a vision of something your character does every day and that's important to you, like, feel free to throw that in. Hey, when were Pop-Tarts invented? Good question. I'm Googling that immediately. <laughs> if you're new to a horror borealis, get used to this. Googling when was X invented, I... and I hope it was sometime right before this. 1964. Wow. 1964. For real? We're good. We have Pop-Tarts. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Pop-Tarts, baby. First of all, that feels We're That feels way too long ago for that to have happened. I know, right? But I like I fully believe it, but like what? <laughs> right? <laughs> but I can also totally see like a really old-timey Pop-Tarts commercial in front of like an episode of The Monkeys. And like a really retro toaster. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It, that's just so wild that that food is over 50 years old. Like, I just, yeah. I don't know. Pop tarts are that. older than my in real life mother. <laughs> <laughs> Pop tarts raised me. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cecilia makes Pop-Tarts for everyone to walk to the radio station. That's very good. I love that so much. I would like like to posture real quick that Davy practices their swing every morning. Thank goodness. That's incredible. Yeah. Just needed to put that in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. I love Mm -hmm. it. I think Mongoose, primarily what Mongoose does is just check their entire appearance Mm -hmm. in the mirror. Like, before leaving, everything is pristine. <laughs> pristine. Like it, it, it just it needs to be. For Duke, I love this. <laughs> he will never, ever admit to that. However, however, yes. of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Great. I think we're getting little shots of everybody's morning, and I think that you know we're sort of flipping back and forth between our protagonists and getting these really fun sort of action shots of like Davy waking up and throwing back the blanket and running down the stairs to the yard. And uh, Cecilia sort of, I imagine like Cecilia waking up and like her out for the day is like already laid out on like the desk. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we get Mongoose like looking in the mirror and like impeccably going down a checklist of things that need to be right. And, you know, we see like the Pop-Tarts pop up out of the toaster. We see each door to each house slam as the three of you walk out and like meet each other in the street. And I think all of this is interspersed over uh, The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. <gasps> oh! Oh! Yes. yes. <laughs> I live. I live. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. I know we all talked mm-hmm. about how we're very Correct. soft today, but I am particularly soft at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> all I want is an animal. Uh, it's the only thing that matters to me. All right, let's yes. pull together our money, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <yes. laughs> 
most of it's just going to be the rights to the boys are back in town. Biggest <laughs> 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 podcast expense. One, pay the artists. Two, pay for boys are back in town. <laughs> Three, profit. <laughs> right. Granted, I think there is a fun little note there in copyright law wherein if we get somebody to do a cover, <laughs> a good cover, should be now fine. Now you're thinking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We, <laughs> I spent if, like a little too long looking at that the other day. We, we'd love to pay licensing. If you're listening right now and you're a non-binary band and you want to cover the boys are back in town and maybe lend it to an animatic, <laughs> just let us know. Just let us know. Let Alex know specifically. Yeah, and you know, I think there's another like little sidebar in copyright law that says if you're doing it for something really, 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 really cool, you get to do it. Yes. Yeah. We're legally allowed. Then so. it doesn't count. Then legally you have to. <laughs> right. I'll point it out in court for everyone. <laughs> and now a word from my lawyer. <laughs> but your honor, it was so dope, though. <laughs> Listen, how long do we have to wait before the boys are back yes. in town is in public domain? Oh, it can't be that long, right? It was released 1976, so whatever the math so. on that is. <laughs> Oh my god. Has Disney ever touched uh, it? Because that expands the copyright by 300 years. I don't think so. Oh god, I think Ugh. they did at one point. Because I feel like it was on. <laughs> well, guess what? Huh? Guess what? I work for Disney and I can say that we can use the copyright. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love that for us. There we go. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. So this whole montage is interspersed over The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. And I think. As the uh, sort of last notes of the song resonate, we cut to the interior of the radio station, um, and the three of you are there with Rita, and she is leaning into the mic and saying, And for all you gentlefolk out there in the good town of Revenant, that was seminal summer classic The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. It's a real earworm, so expect to be hearing it for months, maybe years, heck, I don't know, the rest of your lives if you're lucky. <laughs> we'll be spinning something next here soon, real quick for you, as soon as Cece over there picks one from the box. Cece immediately picks something completely inaccessible, like the second half of Moonchild by King Crimson, <laughs> which is famously just like bells and weird whistles. Yes. <laughs> Mom just places a hand on her shoulder and is like, honey. Huh? <laughs> no. No, honey. D honey. <laughs> Hands. Uh. Hands over. I'm, you know what? I know this was released later. I don't care. I'm adding it in. Hands them staying alive. Yes! So, fun fact AHB 76 take place in a timeline that is exactly identical, except for Staying Alive was released in 1975. <laughs> yep. That's the only, the only difference. difference. Uh. And boy, has it altered the flow of history. <laughs> Um, I just want to say, <laughs> as soon as Rita gets off mic, Davey goes, thank you so much. You know, that's my favorite and I love it. And it was so good. Oh my gosh. That's one of my favorite. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, Rita. Lovely Rita. Thank you, Rita. What's your favorite part, Davey? Uh, probably the part where they say, the is back down. And then he starts just kind of thrashing around in space. Just like, the boy's back. The boy's back. <laughs> Oh, that is too good. Yeah, I'm partial to that one, too. Just a little bit. It's a great song. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, you're all sort of laughing and enjoying this. And um, then they're uh, 
there comes sort of a, a knocking on the studio door from outside, and now I have to figure out what Buster Rhymes sounds like. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. What is this guy's voice? <sighs> I don't know, but I'm so excited. All right. I what thought do that was feel? Alex doing the voice. I was like, what is this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was me. I don't know. This is Buster Rhymes. So he's a radio man. What else do we know about Buster? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we should sort of build this character out together and sort of find something that that fits. He's kind of an uncool news guy, right? Weren't we? 100%. <laughs> he's not uncool, but he's like, he he was very like, the radio station is where you get your local news. Yes, definitely. And I think, I think that's probably definitely the kind of voice he has. I think he's maybe a little bit gruff, but not unkind Mm -hmm. just in a way where like Mm -hmm. he has a very specific idea of like what the responsibility of a radio reporter is Mm -hmm. i really want him to be a new yorker i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) the voice that i just heard uh mildly disgruntled old new yorker but like (laughs) i don't know how to give you mildly disgruntled new yorker without just accidentally slipping into the voice andrew does for howie which i will not repeat here (laughs) i know (laughs) i know i will not bring that energy into this space (laughs) uh, that is so funny though but yeah, no, no, I think just old, mildly disgruntled dude. Yeah, yeah. It's probably good, whatever like, it is. semi, like, not irked, but, like, amusedly exasperated with the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think. I def- definitely. That's the energy I get. Like, so I think... Why are there teens in my station? It's more about maintaining <laughs> the appearance of being like, oh, I'm a grown-up, and I do oh, you kids, but he, like, likes that they're there. He definitely, like, kind of looks like Nick Offerman, right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, like, we're all agreed <laughs> that Buster Rhymes kind of yes. looks like Nick Offerman. Yes. Great. Yes. So I think he kind of, like, yes. raps on the studio door. And this is not the door from the outside to the inside. This is, like, the door to the booth that you all are in. And I think he sort of raps on the door and says, <clears throat> All right, time to finish up in there. I've got to start the real broadcast in ten. <laughs> I think real broadcast. (laughs) Okay, buddy. I think we pan back over to the booth. And I think at this point, it becomes apparent to the viewers and our audience that um, perhaps the mics were not actually on. This was just the four of you having a very good time in the radio booth listening to music that you personally enjoy. (laughs) Very cute. Rita smiles and sort of shrugs her shoulders and says, well, someday. We will someday be DJs. Today is not that day yet. Mr. Rhymes, Mr. Rhymes, can we have like, like, maybe 30 more minutes? I want to listen to Boys Are Back in Town again. The news waits for no one. Oh, uh, what's even happening in the news? It's not a matter of whether things are happening or not, Davey. Come on, Mr. Rhymes, it's not like anything happens in this town. It's a anyway. matter of reporting what does and doesn't. So the news is just going to be, yeah. There was a tumbleweed today. That's all we gonna get today. And the people will hear it from me the same they hear it from me every other morning. You just wait till the quiz bowl team goes to state. You'll have some news then. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Rhymes. You know what? Can't argue with Mr. Rhymes, can we? You know what? Someday we'll start our own radio station, old man. <laughs> Uh, maybe someday we won't need to. Does Mongoose have, like, anything that they do when they are, like, relaying a, uh, a piece of information they believe to be 
canonically futuristically true or is it just always sort of like who knows if they're being legit with this or not like is this something they actually believe or are they just saying things nobody can tell they, okay so here's the thing that they do <laughs> i'm presuming that all of you at some point saw that's so raven yes. <laughs> yes okay so they do that sort of look off to the <laughs> That what is honestly just directly like a little bit above the camera for some reason. Anyway, just look over there. They say it there. Can you imagine if you knew somebody in real life who just suddenly snapped their head off to the middle distance every time they said something like vaguely ominous? Oh yeah. I mean, I am going to start integrating that into my in real life persona. One hundred percent. That is so perfect. I feel like I'm not ominous enough at my retail job. <laughs> start predicting things. And start predicting things. It doesn't matter if it's right or not. Just start predicting things and say it at that voice and everybody will believe it. That's just how that works. <laughs> Sorry. That just made me think of something that I've done as a prank. It's a bad thing and I and I apologize in advance for the fact that I've told y'all that I've done this to people before. It was only to bad people when I worked in retail. But anyway, um, so I've just casually on occasion, just like as I'm ringing somebody out, I'll say like, hmm, sorry for your loss. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, my Lord. Which is, again, one of the most horrifying things you can do to somebody because they just, they just for a second there think that you have to know something that they don't, and it's just it's terrifying. But anyway, oh. so just it's fun to mess with people like that sometimes. Anyway, I'm a terrible person. Let's move on. Well, next time you do it, you need to do the mongoose thing and yes. just like look right above their head yeah. when you say it. Oh yeah, that'll I'll do it. I will do it. <laughs> mongoose does that, and David goes, "Hey mongoose, what are you looking at?" The future. The future, little brother. The future. Dun, dun, dun. Am I like a super cool baseball star in the future? I've been really working on my swing. I just want to be like Dick <laughs> Allen, you know? I just want to swing right to the center, get a home run. And so am I like strong? I'm going to I'm going to do something fun right now. I'm going to roll the okay. d20 and decide Davy's future. Um, <laughs> so I rolled an 8. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't You're know. You're like what a that little means. strong. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm gonna say is, well, you will play baseball. <laughs> and then Davy just goes, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Oh, that's the grooviest thing ever!" <laughs> At some point, hit a home run. At some point. Cannot tell you when, but you will at some point hit a home run. I think Davey just stops for a second, blinks, and is just like, I'm going to hit a home run! <laughs> yes. And just like, oh, just oh, yeah. very excited for that. I think <laughs> there is all this sort of ruckus, and uh, Rita smiles very fondly at all of you as this is going on and sort of chuckles to herself and shakes her head a bit and then sort of stands up from the radio booth and starts, I think, stacking up the records that you had all been listening to this morning on the very fun big speakers that you have in the radio station. Oh my. Um, and I think as she does this, she sort of goes to collect the things and then head toward the door and she 
stumbles very briefly and catches herself on the arm of the chair. It seems as if nothing is wrong, but for a second, there's sort of an odd look on her face as if something troubling has crossed her mind. And she shakes her head and yawns very slightly and then rubs the sleep from her eyes. And you notice there are darker circles than usual under her eyes. It looks as if she hasn't slept very well. Rita, are you okay? Mm, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I didn't get a great night's sleep last night, if I'm being honest. Oh, that's not good. You know, the health teacher, who I haven't named, always says that it's really important. I think it's Mr. Gregerson. Yes. Mr. what? <laughs> Mr. Gregerson always says that uh, healthy and full night's sleep is the most important thing to uh, being up and at him and, and doing your best and, you know, all that stuff. Well, uh, if Mr. Gregerson says it. <laughs> Val. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> Anything we can help you with? No, I don't think so. Not unless any of you have got like a magic dream catcher or something. Are you having bad dreams? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't have a magic dream catcher, but. Hey, Rita. I I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but that is kind of a weird thing to say. <laughs> Are your dreams bad? They're not great, kid. Oh. What you thinking about? Oh, it's nothing that you need to worry yourself with. Is it the war? Oh my god, Oh my Davey. god. No, actually, I think Cecilia says that. She's like, oh my god, Davey. <laughs> I was fully thinking those exact words. <laughs> Both Cecilia and Mongoose just mm -hmm. kind of like nudge Davey like, don't say that. Oh no. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I would like to know what die each of you have in... Oh, let me see. What are the stats for this game again? Fight, flight, brains, brawn, charm, grit. Yeah, there's no such thing as a perception check in this game, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> brains, yeah. perhaps? Oh, actually, you know what? How about this? There is a skill that I took um, called intuitive. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be great. Then I think you're the one who notices. But I think All as... Right. Uh, this happens, you know, <laughs> Davy sort of blurts this out and then the there's an awkward tension between Mongoose and Cecilia who are like, oh my god, Davy, you can't just say that. But Mongoose, I think your attention, sort of suddenly there's this prickling at the back of your neck and mm. you find your gaze drawn over to the outward facing window. I think beyond the studio, the little studio booth that you all are in, it leads out to like a lobby and the lobby has a window that faces outside. And I think you find your gaze sort of ripped suddenly to that window where you swear for a moment that you see a face sort of peering over the windowsill, which then when you spot it, uh, drops down immediately. Huh. Y'all hang on just one second. All right, y'all wait right here. Gonna go out. Uh, gonna check that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Bye, yeah. Dave. Everybody, not bye, Davey. <laughs> bye, Davey. <laughs> bye, mongoose. I choose to believe all of that was canon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Davey. Whoops. Ever since I changed my name, I think everyone's Davey. <laughs> oh. 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 oh, Davey is so good. Um. <laughs> yeah. So just gonna. Roam outside, gonna gonna do a, sure, you... gonna do it kind of sneaky. Gonna do Ooh, it kind of like, a little stealthy. Yeah, gonna just sort of like sneak out of it in such a way that like they they wouldn't see me necessarily from that window. Mm -hmm. Like if they look back in, they'll see that like I'm not there. Right. No, I'm trying to go fully outside. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> because were you trying... I'm extra. 
<laughs> so are you are you trying to look out the window from inside or are you trying to like go around to the door and sort of peer outside to see what you could find? Because I want this to be the most ridiculous possible, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go to another room, hop out that window, and then go around to that first window. Oh, that's so stellar. I love that. <laughs> that's yeah power move. There we go. That's like the fully sneak up on whoever is just staring through the window. <laughs> okay, oh, this is a task that I'm going to need to like set a challenge rating on. So it's not going to be impossible to do, maybe not even particularly difficult, but I'm going to say maybe like, I'm going to set the difficulty here at a 12. So you get to tell me which skill you think applies to this, which stat you want. So it would behoove you to pick one that you're good at and then try to persuade me why that uh, why that characteristic would be the right one to use. Totally. Um, so, the cool, so the cool thing about kids on bikes is that you can use any of your stats to solve any problem. There's really not going to be a time where I tell you like, oh, I want you to roll a this. I'm going to tell you like, here's the difficulty rating on what you're trying to do. Tell me how you're trying to do it. I feel like this is probably... Okay, so I know one of them involves street smarts kind of and this feels Uh like a street smarts type thing yeah and if i recall correctly the one that like had the tag like the actual tag on it that said street smarts was grit uh yeah i I think that that feels right to me that's that sounds right to me i'm fully not sure and i'm trying to find it and i can't find it and i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay grit i mean (laughs) is street smarts to the extent that like it's about your sort of resiliency, your stick to you know? Um, gotcha. And I, I could definitely see that being applied yeah. here. Like, especially if you wanted to tell me, you know, this is something that Mongoose has done before, like that they sort of have experience in like, you know, sneaking around and sort of trying to get in unusual ways. Maybe there are nights when like you forget the spare key to your house and your mom is home later than expected and you kind of have to sneak around your own house and let yourself in through a side window. Like, I could see that being a justification for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that sounds, one, sounds accurate, just in general, too. <laughs> the, the type of thing that Mongoose would probably do. Um, Mongoose is, by and large, a little bit, like, on the scrappy side. So that seems it would like it would be about right, I think. Cool. What's your All grit right. die? 20. It's a d20. Ah, nice. <laughs> okay, Which great. is also why I'm very pleased that that worked. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. otherwise, oh dear. Yep, Alrighty. so we're trying, to, we're trying to aim for at least a 12 here. Okay, let's see. Well, that's an 18. Yeah. Nicely done. Okay. So, yeah, you get to tell me exactly how you do this. Narrate Mongoose's great escape for me. All right. So immediately after Mongoose sees out that window, they're going to go, they're going to sort of exit, like just sort of sneak behind where Rita is and then just make their way to... I'm trying to think of, like, how a radio station is, like, set up. We can sort of play with this a little bit. Yeah. The only thing that matters to me is that the theme from Shaft is playing while you're doing this. God, yes. God, <laughs> yes. That is exactly what's playing right now. So at, so as they're doing this, they're also humming that just under the <laughs> just a little bit, like... But they, they stop humming that as soon as they actually make it outside. But um, I think they might... Try to go into... I'm imagining Rita also has an office there. 
Yeah, sure. That makes sense to me. So they're going to go to Rita's office, open Rita's office's window, sort of <laughs> climb out of that window, and then just whichever way around the building is the fastest, but also will ensure that they won't be seen. They're going to take that. They're going to go around and they're going to just start to sneak up on the window, on the front facing window, just to see who's there. Okay. I'm not sure what Mongoose is expecting to see, but I think Mm -hmm. that what you do see surprises you because what you end up spotting is a kid probably about Davy's age who had sort of found like a trash can or something to stand up on, peering over the windowsill with this look of intense determination on their face. And I think, (laughs) you know, you totally nailed this. You absolutely like slip out here and catch this kid in full view. I know exactly. But they seem to almost perceive you coming before you even turn the corner. And with a short little gasp, they look over in your direction and then bolt into the woods. Hey, kid, hey, kid, you need something? Wait, uh, oh, this does not feel like a moment where I should maybe follow them by myself. That feels like that would be dumb. <laughs> huh. I was going to open up the door and go back inside. Not going to go back through the window. Just going to open the door back up and walk back up to them and, and just sort of fill them in on what I saw. So, y'all, uh... I saw there was there was a kid at the at the window. So I like, you know, I I did the thing I usually do. I I climbed out the window and I went around. But the kid noticed me, even though y'all know I'm super I'm super stealthy and whatnot. But like this kid noticed me and and then ran off into the woods. Oh, my God. And that was weird. What did they look like? Well, well, they looked about your age. Uh, I mean. I don't necessarily think that there was a problem, but they did run into the woods, and that feels like not a great thing for them to do. I mean, kids your age are, like, young and scrappy and what all, and they'll be fine or whatever, but also, I don't trust them woods. I mean, maybe we should go look for them. I don't I don't like the idea of any kid alone in the woods. Those woods feel dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Otto looks off in the distance. Those woods seem a little bit on the dangerous side. Looks back, looks back, continues conversation. (laughs) Huh. My age. Do you want me to keep an eye out? Well, not tomorrow, but maybe Monday. Yeah. Because, well, tomorrow's Sunday. So then I won't be going to school on Sunday. But I can go into school on Monday and see if I can keep an eye out for anyone that looks a little, you know, (laughs) far out. (laughs) I love that. Well... What are y'all doing today? What are y'all doing with the rest of your day? Well, I mean, I didn't really have any plans today besides this, except for there's a bunch of stuff that I have to do for Quiz Bowl, um, because if I don't, then Duke's going to be really mad. And when Duke gets mad, it's like a whole production. We miss a lot of our actual, you know, practice time. But I can do that later. I I mean, if I kind of think we should just go look for them. I don't like the idea of anybody being in the woods, like, by by themselves. I mean, like, somebody Davy's age? pretty pretty young no offense hey, i'm not that young i just got my first armpit hair okay <laughs> you're young enough little brother that i don't want you running out in them woods by yourself what? like if that was you that ran out I into do them it all woods. the time with my other f- friends that i have for sure 
Cecilia gets genuinely a little bit upset. Like, excuse me, that's not very um safe. I don't. We just said goodbye. I'm, I'm 12 years old. I'm not like a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that Davy just learned about cussing. You watch your mouth, child. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think why Davy got into baseball is because over the summer, his mom just had to put him into some sort of camp. And there was a baseball camp in a few towns away. So oh. Davy's really into baseball. But the kids at the camp also taught Davy to swear. They know about cussing. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. Obviously these'll be these'll be bleeped out, Alex. But for the moment it is choice content. <laughs> I think uh Cecilia is scandalized and Rita is probably trying very hard not to laugh. Oh, one hundred percent. You'd better believe it. <laughs> I mean, okay, Davy. I mean, if you go into the woods all the time, then let's just go in and find this kid and make sure they're okay. And you can prove to me how, like, tough and always in the woods you are. You can lead the way. Yeah! <laughs> I'm tough! I think Davy, like, pounds on their chest like like a Tarzan. Like, oh! You know? <laughs> let's go to the woods! Mongoose whispers to Cece, well done. Well done. Well played. <laughs> and then while that's happening, I think Davy's like... Rita, I'm super tough now because I went to baseball camp and now I know a lot about baseball. Do you want me to tell you about baseball when we get a chance? Because I know you're kind of busy here at the radio station, but I think that'd be really cool to have someone to talk to about it because there's a lot of stuff that goes into baseball, you know? <laughs> Do you know anything about baseball? <laughs> um, so I think that Davey has this moment of like, the I'm tough and like bangs on their chest and uh, then like pivots to Rita and starts launching into this baseball diatribe, but only gets about halfway through it when all of a sudden, all of you feel a chill run down your spine and the door to the outside like swings open as if in a breeze. What on earth? Uh, y'all, what? Cool. Yeah. What? Let's go. You know what? Let me just put my knife in my pocket real quick. Uh, hold on. Okay. And I think Davy is already bounding out the door, like trying to like go, and it's like, "Bye, Rita. We're gonna go into the woods. Bye, Mister Rhymes. We're gonna go into the woods. You want anything? <laughs> you do want anything?" <laughs> and I think on this shot of Davy bounding out the door, uh, our our proverbial camera sort of pulls back and we just get uh, a shot maybe really quickly of Mongoose and Cece sort of exchanging glances and then I'm assuming following after. Oh, absolutely bolting after Davy. 1,000%. Just full <laughs> tilt. <laughs> Fantastic. And that's episode one. Yeah! Oh my we God. Did it. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Suspense. <laughs>